There are a lot of, um, there's a lot of memories that were left. There's a lot of places that we can go now and find those memories. We travel a lot. We go to those places often. One place that we go to is called the Grand Bohemian Hotel in Asheville, North Carolina. And it's in that hotel that uh, so many memories were created. More so in the restaurant downstairs, which is called the Red Stag. It's called the Red Stag Grill. We had a table there that was almost, I mean, it was almost reserved for us every weekend. It's uh, a table at the far end of the restaurant, two large wingback red leather chairs, and a table in between. Our server, Ryan, um, would always greet us. We had so many meals and so much conversation there. I want to say it's the thing that I remember the most about our relationship. It was a time of healing, a time of numbing. We drank way too much wine. We had way too much to eat and way too much dessert. But it was a time for us to get away from what was causing so much pain. After 2016, May of 2016, when we had the miscarriage and we lost Genevieve, this was something that we could do together without saying much to each other that would in some way heal us or at least let us rediscover ourselves. So that was a, it's a very important place and I've taken Penelope there a few times, not for dinner, but for lunch and brunch. I just always think about it. I always want to go. Something pulls me. And I know it's the memories. We just got back from Maggie Valley the other day. Which is about 
25 ish minutes, 30 minutes outside of Asheville. And I recreated some photos there from me and Calliope when Bethany and Calliope and me went up there. That was. I won't say it wasn't difficult, but I did. I did get through it unscathed. I think unscathed. The pictures were just us walking around Maggie Valley and going to a little store there called Cabbage Rose. It's a little boutique shop. They sell clothes and decorations and candles. The ladies there recognized me. They said, Hey, did you bring her in when she was a baby? Penelope's still a baby. She's only six months old. But without too much thought to it, I just said, you know, it's, um, her sister came in here. No, it wasn't her, it was her sister. And that was it, you know, there's nothing, no, nothing else to say about it. They didn't ask any questions or nothing more to it. It was, yes, we were in here last year. No, it wasn't her, it was her sister. And that was good enough for them, it was good enough for me. Because I don't want Calliope, I don't want her memory to be, you know, her dying or how she died. She was much more than that. So I'm trying not to focus on how she died. And I remember every day how she lived. Bethany and I go back a long time. We were together longer than most people are married. We met in the fourth grade. Yeah, the fourth grade. And we dated in the fourth grade. My first kiss was to her. Her first kiss was to me. We would meet at the water fountains and kiss. We would meet after school behind the bush and kiss. We went to church together. We went on trips with the church together. We were always together. Is your passy? Is your passy? Is your passy? Um. Bethany and I were together for 20 years. Like, 
non-stop 20 years she moved in with my parents um, I believe when she was 17 or 18 up to Knoxville went to college we just lived our lives together so it's it's difficult for me I don't know I don't really know what to do every day so I've never been alone for 20 years and now I've been alone for these past six months. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my time. I work when I need to. I take care of Penelope 24-7. Sometimes I go out and I, I act stupid. You know, I I try to think like... I'm this single guy. I justify it as I'm this single guy. I'm a single parent. I'm a single father raising this girl alone. And I need to go out sometimes. I need to blow off some steam. Whatever that means. So I'll do that. But mostly we... Me and Penelope, we travel... We go places. We go to where the memories are or the memories were created. And I try to pick those memories up. I try to get anything I can of what's left. Me and Bethany go back a long time. Before Calliope, before Penelope. That's why it's so difficult to figure out what to do now. Because I've never had to do anything without her. Bethany was a rock. She was a foundation. She did things that I couldn't do. She was outspoken. She would walk in anywhere and just say whatever was on her mind. She was bold, unforgiving. If there was something that needed to be said, she would say it when everyone else would not. That's the kind of woman she was. Faithful, loyal, ride or die. Bethany was everything I ever wanted. She was tall, tan, and beautiful. So, I try to piece her together a lot. I find people who have features that she had. And 
I try to put them all together to recreate her. It doesn't work, but it passes the time. Bethany and I were inseparable. Seemed like we were always and we would be always. I haven't talked to her since the morning of May the 7th when I left the house. I want to talk to her so bad. It eats me alive that I cannot talk to her. I've written her letters. I've put money in her JPay account, which is the currency that prisons use. Other people have written her letters too, and she's responded to those, but she will not respond to mine. I understand it. I know that if she were to read my letters or respond to my letters, that it would make the situation a reality. And right now she needs it not to be real. What was done needs to not be real. Calliope not being here cannot be reality for her. Her being in prison for the next 20 years cannot be reality. It really sucks that I'm going to have to rebuild without her. I'm going to have to move on and I don't want to move on. I don't want to be without her. I always wanted to be with her. So, I mess up pretty often. I don't really know what to do with my life. The only thing I know is that I need to be here for Penelope. I need to raise her. I need to care for her. I need to make sure she has things that she needs. And in the meantime, when she's asleep or playing, I try and figure out what I'm supposed to do with me, with this broken version of me. She's right next to me right now, flopping around, (laughs) playing, just being happy, as usual, just like Calliope. There's a no contact order 
that's been placed on Bethany for Penelope until she's 18 years old. No direct or indirect contact is to be made with Penelope. I don't know that that matters. I don't know that Bethany would try to contact her. She doesn't try to contact me. Maybe contacting Penelope makes it real also. When you have to deal with the with the reality of you drugging your children, putting them in a bathtub while you try to kill yourself, knowing that they wouldn't survive. That's got to be heavy. So I get... I get running away. I get shutting down. Not dealing with reality. I wouldn't deal with that. I just wish, for our sake, mine and Penelope's, that she would give us something. I wish she would say something. Anything. Write me a letter. Call me. Do what you're doing for others. But do it for me. Because I'm the one who really needs it. And you know that. She knows that. She knows I need her. To talk to me. I hope that she does one day. Maybe five, ten years from now. I'll get a letter. Or something. And until then, I'll just keep trying to heal us as best as I can. Try to explain to Penelope when she gets old enough what the situation is. Until then, I'll just keep going back to those places where the memories are. The places where I left the memories. I can always get those back. At the end of the day, The woman in prison is the mother of my children and is the woman that I fell in love with, the girl I fell in love with and the woman that I married. She was everything to me. Calliope is gone, but she is here.
I just need, I need something from her. Next time on Evaporation, A Perfect Life. What happened? And notes from prison. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following. Sorry it took so long for this episode, but there has been a lot going on with me. I just haven't found the time to sit down and work on this. There's only a couple more episodes in this season. Um, after today, it's it's we're halfway through the season, so eight episodes per season. I think I've got some really, really good stuff coming up that folks will will want to hear there's private conversations that were recorded there's more recordings from the morning of May 7th there's a lot of stuff to go over thanks for listening thanks for following Please um, share it with friends, family, whoever, if you feel the need to. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.